Let's hold off on the bike thing. Let's talk more about your, your family. Uh, specifically, you mentioned about your mom. You don't like seeing your mom cry. Talk about your relationship with your mother. She's like the light angel in, that I've ever seen on this planet other than my grandma. So she's always been uh, done everything she could. Well, both, both my parents are very good parents and done everything they could for not just me, but for my, my siblings. Um, my mom is more of the lenient and loving side. My dad's loving too. But he's, uh, he's a master sergeant in the Air Force, and it's more black and white with him. Um, you know, he's, uh, I'm the one where he raised, forcing me to face everything. You know, if you'd be a man or not, own up or not, you know, you, you're only as good as you were type of thing. Um, so there's the, the strength there, and then my mom, a little more cushioning on it, so I grew up between the two aspects. Uh, was that, that good? Yeah, how would you classify your relationship with your mother? Extremely good, like, like friend-wise, close. Um, could tell her anything, I guess. Do you think there's anything else that we need to know about your relationship with your mother? Um, she's so important to me in my life that I'd go to the ends of the earth for her, I guess. So. You started to talk about your relationship with your father. Do you want to expand on that? Um, yeah, I guess... Um, my father's always been a good good father, good to my mom, done everything he could for us. But he believes my, uh, like I said, he's a very black and white type of thing. You know, cops don't lie, or the court system does not corrupt. If it is, it fixes itself, or something like that. Where that's not that's not how the world works. And my views on that type of thing is then that's just incorrect because you know it's, he was raised in the military. So we don't really get along that well type of thing. Well, we, we get along, but it's like when it comes to, like, viewpoints on that and how to handle stuff or, like, how I believe more in uh, how the Declaration of Independence came. You know, we didn't just get this freedom. We didn't just get this how the how our country worked. We had to fucking, we had to fucking fight for it. And we had to, like, get that out there. That's not, that's the kind of mindset that I have where it's like both things just kind of fall in line. So it's safe to say that you and your father disagree on some things? Yeah, but it's but in reality, it's the same essence of how to how to be and how to care for and how to get to the goal on making a better world type of thing. But it's the same essence, but it's viewed differently. So that's where a lot of our butting heads gets comes into play. But still, safe to say that you love your father. Yeah. Now, you did say <coughs> during that uh, uh, some of your discussion we just had or your testimony, you did say a couple words that weren't appropriate uh, in the future, if you could just hold off. Yeah, I'm sorry, and I have a tread, so like an emotional or big stance, stressful things like this, I kind of like, kind of pops up. It's it's also, it's also kind of grown to be part of my language, but uh, I'm more aware right now focused on you and this than that, so I'll, I'll attempt to. Thank you, Jake. Yep. So, since we're talking about people that were here on, on June 6th, that were that you were surrounding yourself. So you, you said your 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 mother and your father. Uh, you also had um, some interactions with some other people that night. So, now I don't want to talk about the interactions quite yet, but I just want to talk about some of these people. Uh, Sabrina, you're familiar with Sabrina? Sabrina Teague. Yep. Can you tell me about Sabrina Teague? Uh, she was an ex of mine from high school. Uh, you want me to kind of go into that, or? By all means, when did you graduate from high school? I graduated in 2009. Well, I had enough credits to graduate early. Technically, the first, uh, so, um, what's it called? Trimester? 
Uh, there, there was very specific terms for it, but it was basically the beginning of the year I had enough to graduate then. Um, me and Sabrina dated for two years, two and a half years, and it ended in the winter of uh, 2008 and kind of on and off until the springish. We met through, uh, well, I first met her at the Cup of Joy, but she was someone that was at youth group, so we, that's how we kind of get to know each other a little more. Was she, um, was she in the same grade as you were? I think she was a grade, yeah. I'm pretty sure she was a grade under, like a year difference at the time, I think. I don't remember. So you didn't graduate at the same time with her? No, I went to, I went to Swabinara. She went to Pulaski. Did you, did you, when you, when you dated her, uh, you guys, you said broke up in the winter of 2008? Yeah, that would be when the relationship pretty much ended, so. But you said there was still some ongoing? Uh, uh, no, no, like, I was trying to see how to put this nicely, I guess. She's a person with a younger mindset that's very childish type of thing, and I'm a, I'm a person that at certain points, I, I, I just, if it's, I, I surround myself with people that are like me, that are like adults, and after we broke up, like, I'm, I, I don't need to be around you. So from that point on, 2000, when we were done dating, I had no interaction with her. And the few mutual friends we had, I stopped talking to them too. And I did not enter back into her life until it was a uh, 2013. I got wind of her stepdad dying, uh, Dennis Sowell. And he, uh, he had cancer. And knowing how Sabrina has these tendencies to like lose friends because she tries to get friendship in the wrong way by if there's someone who doesn't like her or she doesn't like, she'll say stuff that's not true about them to get attention type of thing. So she didn't have a lot of friends and her best friend Katie stopped hanging out with her. So knowing that she doesn't have anybody and that she doesn't get along with her mom really well, that I was you know, concerned that this, even though I don't like her because of how she is, I'm concerned about her well-being that she's going to kill herself or some shit. It's like, um, yeah, let me. And, it's like, yeah, and I'll, 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 I'll let me redirect. Uh, so we we can get to that, but uh, right. Thank you, Your Honor. So in 2009, you two go your your separate ways. Is that safe to say? Yeah, no interaction whatsoever, and mutual parties that stopped too. And it was because of her immaturity. She wasn't yeah. the same maturity level as you. Yeah. And. The people that, the mutual acquaintances that you two had, that you stopped spending time with those mutual acquaintances as well. Yeah, two of them in the audience right now. And you didn't have any interaction with, with Sabrina until 2013. Yeah. And that was because you had some concerns about uh, her father being sick. And her not having anybody to go through that experience with. So you were, you were concerned, and it, it was because of uh, it was because of her father, Your Honor. Yeah. Object. I don't like to object normally to questioning because we want to get through this. But I'm object on leading continuously. It's happened. There's only two other times. So. Mr. Kerr, if you could just wait for the objection and my ruling on that. Yeah. Your Honor, I didn't hear the objection. I'm sorry. Leading. Leading. All right, so I'll sustain the objection if you could just rephrase the question and then try to refrain from leading questions. Thank you. You reached out to Sabrina in, in 2013. Why? So I was concerned for her well-being, and then once I found out she was doing better because of her inheritance, I stopped talking to her no, never since 
Spring of 2014 on, I have not seen Sabrina other than one encounter at Walmart randomly. So after after you knew she was she was doing better, you... I'm you like, I got very annoying, you do your life, I do my life. So you said there was one other interaction, what was that interaction? I was making a key for my place at Seymour, and the key machine was next to like one of the entrances to Walmart, so as I'm leaving, her and a group of people just spontaneously materialize her there, so, and I called her out for stuff she said, told her I was going to sue her, give her a chance to knock it off, and then I, I went to the other door. Like, my car was parked over here. I went, I went the other way to walk back. That's, so it wasn't an intentional contact? No, she just popped up. Is there anything else that you think that we need to know about your relationship with Sabrina? Yeah, I guess, like, um, they mentioned, like, some views on how I view about this person, but that's not a reason to kill someone. Like, you can hate your neighbor's dog for yapping all the time, and you want to, you know, pour some water on it, maybe, but you don't want to see someone kick it. You don't want to see someone get it run over. That's, so. are, you, are you familiar with uh, son? Yeah, that's her mom. Does she have a nickname? Yeah, Sunny. And what was uh, son's last name? Teague. And what, what did you call her? Sunny. When was, uh, talk a little bit about your relationship with with uh, Sunny. She was cool. Like, we, we were, we were always good. And, like, and when I popped back in her life to see how Dennis was doing and Sabrina was doing, we, you know, she mentioned how she was going to, I asked if she would teach me how to make our A-roll stuff. She made, like, legitimate, like, oriental food. It was pretty cool. Um, so there was, there was never anything wrong there. And, you know, you can, I guess you can even ask my past attorneys when they showed me the criminal complaints, like, I, I cried because I didn't know what the hell was going on. It's just like I can't read it because after when you read it, you see her name first. So. Did you ever have any issues with Sunny? No. Now, the other individual that uh, that you had uh, contact with that evening was Joel. Supposedly, I don't. There was a couple people there. I don't know who it was because I was just looking straight at her and made that commentary and then just left. Before we before we get into the incident that e the incident that evening. Uh, before that, before that evening, do you know who Joel Kennedy was? No, the only I didn't know this till later upon reviewing the discovery. But in uh, in his phone, I've seen a, a picture of one of uh, which would have been one of his Facebook photos. I have seen that Facebook photo with the name Joel in the friends uh, friends comments of a person of the person that I'm having an issue with in my life. But it's safe to say that uh, you didn't. No, other than that, I don't. I have no idea who dude was till this till this case happened. Like after the case wise, that's the only other time memory wise I've ever seen his name or picture, and I didn't come to that conclusion until I looked at the contents of his phone. Like, oh, this is these plus buddies with a dude who put heroin in my woman. So, who's not smart? I'm just going to ask you to slow down just a little bit for the sake of the court reporter and to make sure that we can all hear. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. Uh, is it safe to say you didn't have any issues with Joel? I didn't even know the dude existed. Thank you for confirming that. Now, let's let's we talked a little bit about dinner, right? About what? We've talked a little bit about dinner with your folks. Yes. Uh, let's let's progress. Uh, eventually, is is uh, what happens after after dinner? Uh, after, upon recollection, when I was with the cops, I uh, my first memory is going towards uh, my roommate's work, uh, Sabrina Trepanier. Because, like, 
not that far. She worked at a bar. You know, I could just, I was just chill with her, complain about the night, because we, we talk about everything in life, even no family matters and whatever. And wait till she's done and just, you know, let's drive home. So that's where I'm going, but in the process, I'm not, I don't really, I'm like, in and out type of thing. I'm, I'm tired as it is prior to this. I, um, I'm not eating, not sleeping. I guess it would be fair to say it's like sleep deformation from my understanding. There's a lot of stuff going on in my life. Uh, grandma just passed away recently. The woman that I'm in love with who's, who's not sick right now, still alive today. Um, she got, was getting used by a person named Dylan Gray and he put heroin in her. And I've been doing everything in my power to try to prevent that. Let's go back. Let's go back to from when you left your parents' house uh, see, to how you ended up at Sabrina's place. So you said that you jumped on your bike. Am I correct? Yeah, I guess, I guess the, the pinpoint on that, the majority of that day before the dinner, I'm, I'm like running on low fumes, I guess you would call it. Why would you have gone to Sabrina Trepanier's uh, place of employment? Because then I could just sit there and complain about dad and maybe have a few drinks, and when she's done with work, we just go home, because I, I, I live with her. Did she work at a bar? The, I can't remember the name, but it's the one on, um, it's the one connected to the casino, the country something. So would it be unusual for you to go to this place and have a drink? No, I've done it a few times. There's a couple times when I didn't have some cash, she would just spot me, and I'd just pay her back later. She's the bartender. And you, you said that, uh, what did you say your plan was after you done having a few drinks there? There was no plan. There was just, I was, a, the plan was I was supposed to sleep at my parents' house until the next day to find where I was going. We just came back from uh, grandma's and we're having dinner. So, so there's, there's no, there's no plan to leave. There's just like, it's like shit with it, what I do. So other than going to Sabrina Trepanier's place of employment to have a few drinks, why else would you have gone there? To my roommate's place of employment? Like, we're, we're really close. Like, we dated, like, a long time. Like, before I dated Teague, I dated her, actually. And she became, like, a sister, family member type of thing. Like, she calls my mom, mom. So, so it's, where else am I going right now? It's, like, it's nighttime. I was supposed to stay at my parents' house. I'm bouncing around not because they don't have a true place, but because Dylan, that guy, made a warrant. So I really, I can't be at your place of work, you can't be at your place that you live, so where am I supposed to go right now? I'm on a basis of trying to find out where to stay. Would you have been able to spend the night at Sabrina Trepanier's place? I, I, lived with, I lived with her, but because of the warrant that Dylan made falsely, I'm weary of being there until I was able to establish getting $2,000 for my attorney for a current pending case. So what happens... And I think it's safe to say uh, that you have, or do you have any recollection of going to the, her place of employment? I have, no, no, I've uh, talked to my family. When I saw my mom cry, that's basically when everything just falls away. I wake up in the hospital. It's really, really freaky. There's a lot of people looking at me, like, and I don't know how to explain it, but like, they're like, they want, they're wanting to know what the fuck's going to come out of my mouth or something staring at me, and then a while after I start getting pieces of memory back, 
majority of everything though is it's 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 hard to explain. It's it's, it's basically silhouettes. It's black on like an extremely nothing black and gritty sand quality whatever. Every as I'm getting memories back, there's a very few glimpses of stuff. Like I guess one good example is the the bedroom. I it's just a screen, the window screen. Well, Jake, I don't mean to. I, let's 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 hold off because we're gonna get there. Okay. Um, cause so there's no there's no there's no real memory. It's just. So how did you get to to Sabrina Teagues? I I couldn't tell you. Other than other than that, other than once I viewed through my discovery, that I you, you find that it, the people that were Dylan's friends who have been up trying to assault me, attack me for a long time, when you did get me did bring me there. You can see stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. So. When you left your parents' house, did you take anything with you? Yeah, I chose one of my backpacks. I have, like, ones. Anything that you, the camping, so, like, you needed any type of scenario, this is, this is your backpack. The other one's clothes. The other one was food. And um, uh, then there's also some, like, as you can see, you also like, certain weaponry for self-protection because, like I said, I am being attacked by individuals with guns and knives because I called Dylan Gray. I, I, I hacked his stuff, actually. I put it out there. Hey, this is you putting people on heroin, and that caused that. So, so I had that for protection. So, you, so that was some of the stuff you had in your bag, like items for protection? Yeah, some of the things that were concerning to, to all of you. Explain some of those things. Um, I guess uh, so... The zip, let's go with the zip ties first, I guess, because like, like you all know, I have I had a warrant. You can't just go to the cops when you have a warrant. There are individuals that are threatening me, and there's evidence of that in my phone for months. Um, so if these people are coming at you, what do you do? You can't go to anyone for it. All right, well, I got the, the fire up there. Roman candle, sorry. Use that while it's chaos. Detain them. Leave, not not surrendering when the people who were in my life who were attacking me in my life before this, then you would go somewhere else anonymously call the cops. All right, took care of this. The only plan I had with that, I have a gigantic knife, which is like a basically looks like a machete because I don't own a gun. I don't really like guns. You got the the metal the metal glove. I was relinking because I had to think like, all right, how do if if I get close enough on an encounter and these these people. Not, not the Teague family. Um, what do you, how do you, what do you do when someone else has a knife that you don't know about? All right, you would catch that. For stop trying to prevent that. That that's a thing in there. The carabiner hammer thing, that's a grapple. Me and my uh, when I was with my cousin, he lives up north. No one knows me up there. We had a little repo business type of thing. So there was a there was a person um, that needed their Xbox back. I hanged out with those people. And the nighttime after once passed out, my, my cousin used that to latch to a tree, climb up, and I gave him the Xbox. And so that way, it was, that, that's what that was. That's just a prior thing. So. so is it safe to say that, that the hammer has nothing to do with, uh, it was not a self-defense item? No, that was just that was just a cool grapple we, I made a long time ago for us to retrieve a stolen Xbox. Because when it was, people woke up, they're like, where is it? I don't know. So it's back with the stolen. <laughs> you, you had a lot of uh, items in your backpack, am I right? Yeah. So let's go back to specifically the items that were there for self-defense. You, you mentioned a few, but let's continue talking about some of those items that were for specifically self-defense. Just uh, the giant knife, the zip ties. So that way when I did encounter these people, detain them, 
call the cops from a different way so I don't, the warrant doesn't interject. The glove, the metal glove I was relinking, so that way I could be, you know, in a close encounter, catch a knife if necessary. It's been so long since I looked at that. I'm trying to remember what else was in there. Well, in regards to the other items, there were items in there that, were there items in there that weren't for self-defense? There's clothes, there's hygiene stuff, there's my poncho in case it rains, in case it gets rainy, rainy, because I can't stay at my place. You have food, you have tools. The tools are more because I've lived in Green Bay for a long time. the items in your in your bag so you see you had clothes help me understand again why you had the clothes in there was it because you didn't have a place to stay on a regular basis yeah okay um hygiene items is why would you have hygiene items in there why would i yes because i don't like being gross i'm a clean person i would like the toothbrush in there i think you do if i remember right did you have regular access to hygiene items given your living circumstances not unless I brought it with me. And then the last question, or the last thing you mentioned that you didn't explain that was in your bag was food. Why would you have food in your backpack? It's just a bunker bag. It's just a survival bag. I'm bouncing around. My next meal isn't guaranteed. My next shower is not guaranteed. My clothes being clean aren't guaranteed, hence the tools to, you know, if I can get over to the west side. What else am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to have that with me, or I should have it with me. Was there a railroad spike in your bag? Yeah. Why did you have a railroad spike in your bag? At one point when I was, I needed to find a place to stay because my phone's only working on Wi-Fi. I was at Sam's Club, Sam's Club Walmart, near using the Wi-Fi, and I got a hold of, I guess I'll keep his name out of the record, but it's the same person Darian shares his apartment with. He told me I could go over there, stay for a bit, find a place to stay. So 
going from where I was to his house, there's a, apparently now it's a walkway or it's a, it's a bike path, but there's Spirit Railroad there, and there's just a bunch of them out, and I'm like an artsy person, so I'm like, oh, cool, you can make this look, make, make whatever this, but I realized there's a bunch of them. Okay, now I can sell those to turn my freaking phone on. So I picked up enough to what I think would have been like 30 bucks equivalent, you know, and put in my backpack as I was going towards where I need, uh, needed to access the Wi-Fi Darian's uh, other tenant apartment place. Uh, should I put his name out there or no? Because I had more than that one. There was, there was other ones that just didn't happen to be in that backpack. So, so just to clarify, you were going to sell the railroad ties to... To, to make some money? Yes, iron. You can, a couple of those, you can get like 40 bucks, 30 bucks. I would, I would believe like at least five of them would be able to turn my phone on. Okay. And the purpose was for, to turn your phone on? Well, the main, well, I first saw the first one, I'm like, oh, this is cool, because I'm just, I collect weird shit. But then when I saw more, I'm like, oh, bet, cool. Yeah, sell it. Yeah, so, yes, so. Was there anything else in your bag that you think that we need to talk about? Um... Can I have like a piece of paper to recollect like, all the things in there? At, at this stage, no. So okay. Um, because I, I, I've been over four years. I've been more concerned with all the other stuff in the case. I don't really. Have a, then, I then Jacob, if, if if you don't think we need to talk about it, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything really in there. Oh. So, let's let's go to what happened next. Something happened at Sabrina's. What happened at Sabrina's? Are you asking from like the memory portion, or? I'm asking for you to testify what she what's uh, about. I know absolutely jack crap. If you're asking from that point on, I have no memory. You as, as far as later, I had memory, and then more memory after I went to the jail. So. Yes, what you remember today. Let's let's talk about. So after everything. So let's start with the biking. Okay. What you remember from the biking, and then let's go forward. What happened that evening? So let's make sure this I'm correct on this. After everything I've recollected and everything. Yes, everything you okay. remember as of today. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. So after getting towards where my roommate works, I would before that uh, I am. Let's see. He was talking about. I was listening to some music. Hollywood Undead. And uh, a mix of emotions and stuff. And I'm absolutely freaking fed up with Dylan doing what he's doing to Wendy. I'm sick of the people he's had setting after me. I'm sick of trying to play nice with it. So I was like, screw it, I'm just going to go to his aunt's house. Because his aunt can, he does, she don't know me, like, hey, is Dylan there? He can come out, address the situation, not hurt anybody, but get, hey, who are these people? And just to help me understand, Wendy is an ex girlfriend? She is the one I, my ex-girlfriend, my recent ex-girlfriend. She is nine and nine years and a half, 13 days older than me. She's white. Not even the same thing as Sabrina. And her new boyfriend is Dylan? She, he used her. Were they dating? She, he, she lived with her father. Her, her brother was his best friend. He went there just for food, sex, party with him. And then when she tried to put child support on because he was trash, she fucking woke up with heroin in the goddamn veins. And it's safe to say you have some struggles with Dylan? Yeah. Pretty much I was with dude. So let's, so let's go back to what you recall as of today. About so going in, I was so here listening to music. I'm like, screw it. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address this, this, this cockroach. So I go, by, go past. I'm going towards his aunt's house because the plan was to like, knock on it 
hey, is he there? Uh, tell him I'm so-and-so. So I made him over by the dumpster, get, figure out who the fuck these people are, sorry, were following me, threatening me with knives and guns and whatnot, who have been after me for a bit, and addressed that. But upon going that way, there is a vehicle, I, I still can't remember exactly what, if it's an SUV sedan, it's raining, it's dark, this is the six, mind you. Um, it's white, light blue, something like that. It passes me, and about like three, four, no, three, three-ish houses down, you, you just hard to see. It whips around like a freaking adolescent's driving it, comes back, and slows down a little bit before it gets to me. And there's something, to, I, I, I think it's a duffel bag that's thrown at me. I honestly can't tell you, but it felt like a duffel bag. It felt like some, I don't know, heavy, random things in it. I'm knocked after my bike, off my bike. I don't have any more recollection of that up until there's a part where I'm in a vehicle laying down and there's someone just by my, like, by my leg. It's not really even holding me down, just they're just whatever, whatever. And there's either rain or snare drum type of sound. I, I got nothing for you out other than that. And then after that, there's, um, I'm, I'm struggling with somebody. And this is in the kitchen of the Teague's residence, not Teague. It's natural. There is a, I have a small visual of what I'm being told in my description was Adam, I don't remember the last name right now, so I wrote it down, holding me down. And there's another person here. And then to my right, which would be by the, where the kitchen meets the bathroom thing, there's two pairs of feet along with one foot. So another, one, another part of the foot's out of my visual. And then then the next one is the visual where I, I'm looking out. I, so there's a cement, grab the driveway, portion of the car, and Sabrina's right in the foliage. And it's, um, it's a visual of this and a knife going up, which is exactly what I was seeing beforehand with, with talking to them, but more detail added to it. And from the angle, of the arm going up, the person was like, like is about the same height as her, same height to the person that I've seen holding me, and that that's that visual. And then there's I'm trying to there's um most it's hard to explain. Most of it's just more in depth feeling, like like sensory type of stuff, I guess you would call it. So it's not less that there's not a lot more visual um, from, so like, that's all pretty much that. There's uh, more sounds here and there, and you can nothing, share, nothing really of value. And you can share with us what you heard, what you felt, uh, what you smelled, what you tasted. There, yeah, there's, um, as far as the, I guess, the hearing part, the Sabrina part, just saying to get out of the house, that's, uh, just to clarify confusion, that she doesn't mention the name, the name of, Jake in my audio intake is not in that same portion where I hear get out of the house. And if you see my in the, the actual my statement is I, it's not me. It's saying I think she's saying something like this. So that audio is separate. It's not attached to a visual. The majority of my visuals from what I when I was in the hospital is the same of later on. It's just shadowy nothingness. And every once in a while, like a good example, like I was, I was trying to tell you before, like the bedroom, there's a there's a screen that it, it, 
the window screen pops in, and there's the wood paneling, but it's not a lot. It's just like two and a half. So then off of that, and then hearing the disconjointed Sabrina's voice, and then the shadowy stuff that's around me, and the feeling, a very strong feeling, a very strong memory feeling of something stronger, not, can't be even females opposing me and not me trying to do stuff like something holding me down is in that memory portion as well as elsewhere just as that's the strongest memory portion I have as well as I had to have been in a car type of thing um is there anything else that you remember before the hospital there's other than what we what's in the statement that memory hasn't really changed, but the visual is next to nothing. It's, I'm going off of assumptions. I, honest to God, am, I know I have a lot of uh, negative energy in me because of what Dylan's doing to me my life fall to pieces, but it's not, there's no no reason to direct it towards Sabrina. So I'm going off of the assumption, like, did I just fucking go nuts and I'm working? There's no reason for it. If I was, it would have been the people who are attacking my life. So I'm going off of those assumptions based on covering fucking blood. There's cops in front of me. When you, when, I, you I, say, when you say that you're covered in blood, where were you when you were... I'm at the hospital. I'm talking about, like, when uh, cuffed to the gurney. Okay. That's what I'm specifically talking about right now. Do you think that there's anything else that we need to uh, discuss or explain to the jury about what you recall today that happened at Sabrina's house? Um, oh, yes, I agree. Um, the between the house portion, well, it's... It's disconjointed, it's, it's everywhere, but I'm time frame wise, logical wise, uh, it's between then and getting ganked. There's a, a visual of Pamper Park. There's, there's two entrances to Pamper Park. There's an exit one where there's a very specific tree line next to these yellow pillar things. A visual being moved backwards, and it's not like straight like this, it's like, it's like this. So there's that. Um, I do. I do know the people that that I'm into it with. They they do have a congregation in those areas. So that's. You said the word gate. Can you tell me what that means? Like a, a gate that prevents a car from entering the park. Did, uh, there's a specific name for it. I don't remember what it's called. And I maybe I missed something. I thought you said the word gate, like someone gained you. Yeah, I just said that. Okay, can you explain to me what the word? when you use that in that sentence somewhere? Uh, the proper terminology would be abduction, but the terminology I'm using is when someone basically drives up and fucking just takes you away. So, well, they attack you, and but don't, they don't make it where you, you're bleeding all over the place. They just attack you, detain you, and wherever you, wherever you're going, so. Is there, thing, is there anything else that we need to discuss about what happened, what you recall today that happened? And if not, we'll move on to the hospital. I guess a little clarification about the feet washing. There's no memory of washing feet. There's memory of water on my feet. So it is just a feeling. There's no, there's no visual. There's no hearing. There's no. There's just a strong feeling of your feet are getting wet. And now I'm not talking about the bottom part. It's just like I don't know. It's like, and at some point you wake up in the hospital. Yeah. Tell me about you waking up in the hospital. It was freaky. Expand on that. I'm. 
I, there's, there's a canine guy right here. There's a nurse right here. There's like two or three other cops right here. And then they all kind of stop what they're doing. Like there's conversation going here. Nurse is doing, messing with whatever materials. The canine guy is writing. And they all just kind of stop and like, they're, they're staring at me in like a way that's definitely not normal to stare at people. I don't know how to explain that. Like they're, like I guess their mind, the mindset of the, what I'm seeing in the demeanors might be like, okay, what's going to go on right now? And as I turn to my, to my right, there's a, a cop, about this far away with a phone, and he's like this close to his phone, and it's pointed at me, and, I, and I'm, I'm shocked, I'm, I'm scared, and then I start to realize there's like freaking blood all over me, and. I'm trying to fucking remember, sorry, remember what's going on, and that's freaking me out, because I have a really good memory, actually. There's, like, there's people that can show that I can word event to event, time frame for time frame type of stuff, and I, there's nothing there. There's absolutely nothing other than I was with my parents, and then mom crying, and that's, that's, that's it for the moment. So when you woke up in the hospital, you didn't know what you explained to us today? No. I, I, think, I think you could also verify with whoever saw me come through at that time by my reaction that they'd be like, yeah, that, that matches up. This guy doesn't know what the hell's going on. Is it so safe to say you're pretty confused? Extremely confused, extremely scared. And I lost, I guess is a good way to put it. So when you woke up, and you had no idea what was going on. You were covered in blood and handcuffed to a gurney. What did you do? I think the first words around stuff coming out of my mouth is basically like, you know, what the fuck's going on type of shit. Um, I start to, I tried to ask, there's this younger cop that was like right here, probably early 20s. Like, what's going on? He asked me, like, Who's Ike? Do you think he's okay? I'm like, well, what, the, what are you talking about? He's like, you were, you were saying something about Ike. Do you think he you know who he is or if he's okay? I'm like, and after that point, because I, I just assume there's a recording right here. I'm now wanting to know what's going on, so I'm asking about, is there a recording? What's going on? I want to know what's going on. I'm asking them, where did you? Where did I get picked up? Begging them to tell me. And I, uh, then begging them, please at least tell me I wasn't picked up in a Schwabenon. Because I didn't want it to be, I didn't know what the fuck's going on. I didn't want, obviously shit's bad, or something bad happened. I don't know what's going on, but I didn't want it to be my family, or one of my family, but my dad. Because we, because shit's, because I know there's a lot of like, you know, like a jack in the box, like, da -da -da -da, just like stuff's building up. And I'm like, what's going on? So they did tell me it wasn't there, and I wasn't picked up in Shwabanon. So I'm asking for these videos, like, what's, what's, what's going on? Because Ike is a, um, Ike was what I was going to name the kid I was supposed to have with Nicole if she was ever telling me the truth about that. So that's why I'm like, why the hell would you, a person, ask me that? Because I don't talk about that. Like, there's only like two or three people I've ever, ever known about that, so there's no reason for this person who I've never met in my life to ask me that. That put me through a really big shock, confusion, confusion thing, so I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Is it, is it safe to say that... Early on, you were trying to figure out what was going on? 
Yeah, and it's, you can see that throughout my throughout my statement, the way, with the part where it shows all the actual audio, you can see the whole time, well, a good part of, a lot of the time that I'm trying to use logic to figure out what's going on, even to try to help them, like, I guess in one part you see where, like, well, what hand? I'm like, I guess it would be right hand, because I don't use my left hand, so it'll make sense for, I'm trying to use logic as much as best as I can, going off of next to nothing visuals in my head, and what's going on right now, and all the way, I do have a lot of energy in me, but this don't make, there's no reason for me to go snapping off of someone that's not in my life. You were, you were in the hospital for a significant amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it, how many, do you remember how many hours you were there for? It honestly felt like it was like four or five, going off of feeling-wise. The reports, I've, I've gone through everything in my discovery. It's it's ten. It's a little over 10 hours. I want to say it's like 10 going to 40 minutes probably or something like that. So when you were confused, was that early on? Or w w what point in this, the course of this interview were you confused? Oh, since I woke up or came through, I guess you'd say. Was that the whole the whole time or was there a, uh, a limited portion that you were confused? I'm confused the whole time. There's the, after I'm getting, once after I'm coming to the assumption that there must have been a fight with Sabrina for whatever freaking reason. There's no reason. I'm, I'm like, super still trying to figure it out. So there's no reason for that. Like, why would you kill someone that you're basically almost ready to sue for money? You need money for your court. You need money for a car. You need your life back. What the hell? So I, I'm, I'm like, is there a conversation that went wrong? There's no, like, there was no plans to go over there right now. To go talk about this, there's no, like, why the fuck am I there? Did they ever tell you why you were there? No, but there was, um, off of process of elimination, being like, where did I get picked up? Okay, I'm not picked up in a Schwabenon, so no issue can happen with Dad, no issue can happen with Z, TJ, Dylan's mostly in that area, Wendy, there's, so all these people that are not picked up in a Schwabenon, so that, then who else do I know? Who else do I know? Out of that area, like, I know people see more, I know people hearing this and that. And you went through the process of elimination with the officers? Not with, not, not in that way. Based on what they're not telling me, and based on what it is telling me, in the area that I'm not picked up, can't be these people, that whatever got into conflict, if it be that, and I'm trying to help the cops, because I'm, I'm not the dude looking for. Did you ask them any questions? Law enforcement? Uh, the, when the dude told me about Ike, which really threw me for a curveball there, I'm trying to be like, wait, it's the recordings, I want to know what's going on type of thing. When so, you were trying to figure out what was going on, did you ask the law enforcement if you went to some different cities? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah that's part of the process of elimination, trying to be like, figure out what's, I'm really trying to help. And they, I really want to know. And they told you some answers, like, for instance, you weren't in Appleton? Yeah. Did they say any other places that you weren't? I this this is I don't have a lot of good memory with what's going on in that portion of the case because I have spent most of my time in cognitive ability and memory on other aspects in the case over the course of the four years and also this is hell that I'm living through so I, I, I don't I That's fair. So. In regards to uh, uh, I think the I think you said that you said some pretty bizarre things that night. Yeah, that was mentioned. 
And you said, uh, I think you already talked about Ike. Yeah. Help us, help us understand who Ike is and, and why this is weird that you may have talked about him. I thought we just covered, I covered that, actually, I think. Uh, let's go to uh, the next topic, then, that may have, uh, was there any conversation about a car crash? Yeah, and I, after going through all this, I, it makes sense to me that if you see in the statement, I have, I apparent, I, I clearly have a really some type of strong memory or feeling to be in, in a car at least, and being surrounded, struggling with a stronger human being, and because I, I, I tr I'm trying to figure out those key pieces because those are the biggest portions of memory that came back to me and I you know with what's going on as would probably help <laughs> so was, um, there, was there any time at the hospital that you were convinced that you were in a car crash no um well the first part of it, I thought I thought the cuts in my hand were glass cuts because um with normal like materials like a knife or something that's a smart a blade, a cut will open a wound, you know, like you know, kind of like that type of thing. But glasses, when it breaks, it's all curved. Sorry, it's all curved and everything, so if you were to be cut by glass, the skin would be in like an odd format, like so that, and that's what I was assuming off of what I saw there. So I'm like, okay, glass, blood everywhere. I have some feeling recollection of being in a car, Did you, car crash, without going through the window, glass everywhere, you know, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm we're using logic, trying to be like, what's going on, that's where I'm, I'm going, that's where my, is burning me. Did they eventually tell you you weren't in a car crash? Yeah, I think. Honestly, I don't, I don't remember right now, so, but I won't say this. At some point you realized you weren't in a car crash? Uh, based, yeah, like halfway through with their, what's, what's being said to me and what I'm going assuming based on what's around me, so. During this process, when you were trying to figure out what was going on, did you ever suggest things to law enforcement to help them uh, better understand what was going on as well? That's a... Yeah, it's in a weird way. So the majority of the statement, if you were to see the, the, the video stuff on it, you see a lot of the time as I'm sitting with that officer, I am like very spacey as it is, but like I'm having a deep thought about all this, stuff will come to me slightly, and I'm like, whoa, whatever. And you can hear my voice, I'm not okay with what I'm seeing. Or what I'm perceiving with. There's parts where, I guess, like, you know, at one point you'll see another cop's like, well, you said beat her up. And, like, and I replied after him, no, I did not say that. I said, I think so because I, you know, you hear her voice. What the hell's going on? You saw the room. That's Sabrina's room. It's got to be. Ooh, okay, then why would somebody, why would there be blood everywhere? Okay, you beat someone up, you maybe. What's going on? So I'm going on. So I'm. That's I guess how they answer it. So. I, did they ever? Did they ever repeat things back to you to help yeah, you? Yeah, like that, that one thing. Like he's like, you said, you said you beat her up, and then I'm like, no, I didn't say that. So that would be a good example of that. Was there ever? Was there ever time you asked 
law enforcement to look into some of your social media while you're there? Yeah. Why? Because, I'm, like I said, I'm going off assumption. Okay, something happened. I'm assuming based on they're talking to me. I'm covered in blood. Okay, I must have, like, beat someone up or something. It don't make sense. It don't not make sense to be Sabrina, for sure. Like, there's, I got, I got some true enemies going on. Um, so I, you know, the, my social media, because of what was going on with Wendy and no one wanted to give a shit about what he was, what Dylan was doing to her, I made a, and while I'm really irritated with stuff, like I'm not my happy-go-lucky hippie self, I made a, uh, a timeline of what's going on for my, for me till then, to see, you know, so people who actually did give a shit would have that, because I've got people who did care. I, I, I'm so sick of repeating, like, what's going on in your life? That's a lot of stuff. All right, document it here. You want to hear it? There it is. Giving it to the cops, why? That's the existence of it, why? Why give it to the cops? is like, okay, something severely stupid happened. So here's, here's my life. This would be why there's a lot of energy in me that's not good. If that would have been the case, then there you go. You have an example of why the screen is loading. If that would have been the case at the time, I didn't know, but I didn't feel like repeating it again. So here it is. There you go. So you thought that your social media could aid law enforcement? I thought it would explain why that um, I'm really, really, really upset with my life. Why there's so if that would be anything relevant to what's going on. So after today, or after going through the discovery and stuff, like, okay, I, I, yeah, I did get ganked. This ain't, these aren't mine, I know that. In my heart, then, I'm like, this cannot be case-wise now. I know damn, like, you guys can't hide this. I'm going to give everything to the newsman. <laughs> but ultimately, you gave Facebook, your social media information to law enforcement because you thought it would help. It would, it would speed that process up if that was something that would be relevant to this because at the time I had no idea if what's going on or if I'm involved with it. So you were, is it safe to say that you were ultimately trying to better understand what happened? Yeah, it's pretty clear, haven't it? it would, after 10 was, hours of it, you can, if you actually, people went through it, you would see that, yeah. Was that the theme throughout the nights? Yeah. And throughout the entire length of your interaction with law enforcement at the hospital? Yeah. And there's actually a bunch of times where the cop actually mentions, like, it's like I can see you're not a good guy. Because you're, you give a shit, you care about what's going on with other people other than yourself. And I'm like, I'm in the like, worst assuming position at the time. Was anything you said to law enforcement a confession? No. There was visuals of what I've seen. I never mentioned that it was my arm. I, you know, at the end, like, for 10 hours straight, like, I'm like half a half a, aware of what they're saying because I'm trying to figure out what's going on in my mind. I'm concerned with what's going there. Like, don't know it's it's abyssal nothing basically freaked out i'm tired i've been through a lot of fucking crap and i'm paying attention to that so i can figure out what's going on so a lot of the times you can see throughout 10 hours i'm not really aware of what truly responsive to their what the cops are saying you know when, when, Yank, uh, when yankee yes like, you know did you see the knife and she's mentioning and stuff like or did you feel this and that i'm not paying attention to that it's like someone was tired. Hey, how was your how was your day? And this and this. Oh, you gotta go do groceries. You gotta do this. You gotta yeah 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 yeah. It's like that. But I'm half asleep when I'm talking to her. Ten hours later, 
God knows how long it's been going before that. So why did you say these things to law enforcement? I'm trying to help this individual. That's not my arm that I saw. Based on, the, based on what I say and where she's at, where I'm at, I see, you see all that? I see cement, car, and her. She's like eight feet away when I see her stabbed. How am I seeing this garage cement if I'm not in the garage when she's by the frickin' foliage when I see her get stabbed? So were you trying to help law enforcement understand what, what you were, were recalling? I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to help that, I'm trying to help the whole situation. I have no fucking clue. Like, going through my history, I'm not a stupid individual. I don't like cops. I don't talk to them. Or see you, what the hell you see going on, why am I trying to help? Not because of the, oh, feel, whatever, something happened, get off your chest. No, I'm like, what is going on? So during that interview, did you ever confess to killing Sabrina? No. And as I, and once I started seeing, well, I was seeing, well, basically the small visuals of what's going on, I'm getting the hunches, okay, that these people are dead. I'm crying. I like, I like Sonny. Sabrina, yeah, she's annoying as crap, but she doesn't deserve to die. Like, what, what, what is this? Did you ever confess to killing Sonny? No, there's no confession whatsoever. Did you ever confess to stabbing Joel? No. So you said something about sleep. Uh, obviously, obviously, you were you were there for a lengthy time. Do you recall when you woke up the morning of the sixth? I woke up on the seventh. Uh, before the incident, the morning uh, before the incident. Oh, before I talked to my family. Yep, before dinner with your family. Yes. Yeah, I, well, I slept downstairs by the fireplace. What time? Do you recall what time you woke up that morning? Jesus Christ. And if you don't, that's okay. Uh, I would say it's got to have been before 7, sometime before 7. No no earlier than 4, for sure. What time do you usually wake up in the morning? It depends on what's going on in my life. If my job lies, or if I don't have a job, or if we got stuff to do, we got errands around, it depends on life. So 7 is a safe assumption? Normally, my, my, my life has always been adjusted to whatever what's going around me, so that's, that's the way I'm going to say it. Did you but I guess so you're saying basically that I got nothing to do, right? Is that what you're asking me? Then when, would I, when would I wake up? Did you take a nap before dinner with your folks? No, I was, uh, when I woke up, uh, before Dad got home, because I'm um, using the internet, because I'm not, I'm not living there, I'm just, just there for the moment, because he agreed to let me stay, because we just got back from Grandma's. I am working my ass off trying to um, get more information about the stuff that Dylan's doing because he's in ties with meth and heroin crap, and I'm trying to figure out who he's close ties with, because then I, cause it takes a while to hack stuff. It takes a while to get the information, and I'm trying to put a lot of that out there, because I'm just, I'm, dude's a fucking cockroach. So, so is it safe to say you were awake all day? Pretty much. Yeah, well, well from when I woke up to that point, yes. So now in the hospital, um, that was later in the evening of the 6th? No, no, like, uh, there's, there's 27 hours missing in my memory. Like, I, after I left my family's house on the 6th, getting ganked through the night, I'm assuming that the Panther Park is an area where I'm being held around or whatever for a little bit until it rolls in the next day. It's kind of weird that, you know, 
Joel conveniently comes home with Sabrina when, when Miss T is basically out of commission when they didn't live there for two weeks prior. Do you remember leaving the hospital? Uh, going to the hospital to jail? Yes. Yeah. Do you know about what time that was? I think it was rolling in the morning. Because I remember, I remember there was a lot of cop or COs switching shift, I think. I don't really remember. I do remember when I got booked in with the female booking me in, looking at me and looking at you know, around and looks at the charges. And she looked at me and looked at the computer. She's like, do you even know why you're here? I'm like, no, why? She's like, but she read it off and I just spaced out. And then she looked at me again. She started, she slowly turned around and talked to the OCOs. And then they said, we're going to, sit you over here for a second. And then they had a couple, there was, I don't remember who it was, there was two COs continuously asking me if I'm okay type of thing. And I know that's documented because I, I was irritated that it was, do, uh, that the nurse tried to document like, oh, saying there's, because it's in the, in other reports, oh, it was seeing shadow, uh, shadow or whatever. I'm like, no, like I, I have no visual of what's going on in my memory. That's what, so, was, so I know there's a report Verifying what I'm talking about when you say that. Do you remember about what time you uh, were booked into jail? No, I can't give it I just, no. Your Honor, uh, can we approach? Yes. So, Jake, I think you've said a couple times now that you've had the opportunity to review all of the evidence in this case. Yeah. And you, uh, it's pretty extensive. Yeah. And one of the pieces of evidence that you've had the opportunity to review was the audio and the video of your interview with law enforcement at the hospital. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time on that because I wanted to know was what's going on and there was a big thing that's been used in the case and the audio sucks but luckily I have experience with computers I actually build networks fix computers and I've done a audio board work so I know how the equalizer works I would listen to just even just like se sentences over and over moving around that stuff till I had a clear clear enough audio where a lot of that noise or stuff's gone and then I would 
write down, I'd write down what's actually being said. I'd write in front of it, I'd write the number. Up. So if you were to view in Windows Media Player or whatever, timestamp where it's being said, that number isn't put in front of it. Um, there was a, so I wrote this all down on a page and showed where it was in the actual statement, and then I rewrote it, condensed it to like what was necessary because there's so much stuff going on. So let's, so let's just focus specifically on the audio and the video of your interview with law enforcement at the hospital. Yep. You, you did indicate that you, you reviewed that. Yeah, I mean, I made, a, I made a clear version of it where it said the actual words, the time frame, and I gave the how to move the equalizer so you can hear it with the best quality. So in addition to the actual audio, you reviewed the police reports that went along that is, is with it as well? The police reports, um, I, I went through... I went skimmed through what was necessary, I thought, and tried to remember what was main things like how I'm physically inoperable, not able to commit a crime type of thing. When you so. re when you reviewed the audio and the video of your your interview at the hospital, what did you do? I studied it like if it was the SATs <laughs> or whatever you call it. Did you take any notes? Yeah, I took a, I, I told you, I, went, I wrote down everything that was, I underlined everything that was concerned, went through it, listened to it multiple times, figured out the best quality, wrote that down, wrote down the exact word, um, who's saying it, cop, it says cop, or it says me, uh, when both cops are talking to me, I just put the female sign for the uh, Yankee and the male sign for the other dude, uh, in front of it, I always put the time frame, because it's a condensed, the, the only concerning things, it's, it's condensed. Um, it's uh, here and there. I put like C page, whatever, referring to the original document. But at this point, I, I can't remember if it was the page that I originally did my work on. So is it safe to say that your notes? So exactly what's in there. Exactly what's in that statement. So it's contains that's contains some of the transcripts, the, ver the exact verbiage. It's the true, the true verbiage of it. But it's not just the transcript. There's other things there as well on your notes? Everything that's in my, my statement is that. There's nothing else added to it. And I apologize for not being more clear. You, you, put, you put the transcript in here, but you also put some of your own thoughts or opinions in this, in your notes. I'm trying to remember if I did it with that one. Um, no, no, not with that one. No, with that one you have there, that's just word for word. Um, there's a parts where I leave out, you know, what's stuff that's not uh, like cop talking about, like, oh yeah, Taco Tuesday or whatever. Okay, that's put cop. He's talking, so I leave out the words me when it's something that's relevant for the matter. So there's nothing of my opinion in that one, because the because the, my opinions on statements I pen in next to the two words. So that's there's none of my opinion in there. No. The, the notes that's, that you took while reviewing some of this discovery, did you bring any of those with you for this trial? Like, before we did the trial? Yes. Yeah, I've, I've, I've given you guys a lot of stuff, and I asked you specifically to bring it so I could review at the table, which I have been doing to, over the course of the trial. Um, and while you're doing that, did you put any sticky notes on some of your notes? Yeah, the sticky, the, so that way I wouldn't write on there, they're sticking notes, hey, this part, uh, cop leading, or here, this part, I'm explaining my visual, 
which is next to damn nothing. Um, here uh, is a sticky note that says, okay, look, I'm trying to use logic. I'm going off of what I see here. Very vague things and what, you know, the knowledge that I do have a lot of pent up energy and with the cops starting, so I'm like, okay, what's going on? I'm honest to God, true hardly trying to help, figure out whatever. That's before I realized discovered materials later when I see that I did get abducted and did get back there. So, yeah, I mentioned on the sticky notes, okay, what this little portion is. So you or, or Tony, when reading the sticky note, okay, this sentence right here pertains to this. So you, so you did this for our benefit? Yeah, and for them the benefit because this, it's, it's a big choice you got to make. So if you want to know what's going on, you know, take a look. I try to make it as condensed as possible to what matters because it's a 10 hour statement. It's like 20 some pages. transcribed version of the my statement given at the hospital. Um, it's, it's got word for word, time frame, how to clean up the audio, and it's, it's what the strong things we should be looking at versus all the little petty nothings. So. something sorry yeah this is a it's a clearly um that you can see exactly what you see it's not um like botched up with ink or whatnot the commentary you mentioned of the at the very end of the statement stuff with the circle things those were notes for you me using the same paper using the same paper. Um, so the last page isn't, and I think that's... No, the, after, when you see the, the, the female symbol and the male symbol, after that is my, was for you to be like, hey, take a look at this, blah, blah, blah. The, everything prior to that is the statement. Transcribed. Is it, is it safe to say that uh, that's why that does not have a number eight in the top left corner because it's not part of this packet? Yeah, because... Yeah, I, yeah, because I never all the pages. Yeah, that's accurate. This is just seven or eight pages, uh, eight pages of of your notes. Is this is there is there more than uh, eight pages that you've prepared during your for my transcribed? Wow, everything for everything. <laughs> because 
You got like bunker boxes of stuff, man. <laughs> Would you say it's dozens of uh, pages or hundreds of pages or thousands of pages? So notes-wise, not my discovery hand to me, but my notes? Yep, what you personally prepared while you reviewed your discovery. Throughout the years? Yes. That much stuff. If you stacked it all, it's got to be between, honestly, between here or here. And you went through all of that stuff during the course of this uh, trial the last few days? Um, the, the, the portion, yeah, portion of it, because that's, that's not all of it, there, I know that, but this, the stuff that I asked you guys to bring, which I've given you in the last year, that portion is here, and as the first day I was here, I was going through what we might go through, what's not going to be even showing up, so we that's in there, and then over the course of the first day and a half, um, what we sh what we can use might not be able to use based on the stuff they're all freaking hiding, um, condensed it from that part, and then once I was clear with what you guys were, what's going to be and what's not going to be in, um, did a kind of condensed like, hey, here, in case we need to address this, and then there's all, all of those highlighting stuff, so, because you can't just sit there and read it. All that stuff back here pops out, that pops out, that pops out. Why is this sticky note? Um, what is that? And I've been going through that, and that's just, I, I would say, maybe less than a third of everything I've ever made. And the pages that are in front of you, these are some of your, your most important concerns that you thought that we needed to address in regards to your interview with law enforcement at the hospital. Yeah, because at the time being being who I am, my honest, the way I was raised as a, to be a human being, I'm concerned for what's going on here. And you can see it's not, oh, it, like, oh, like, oh, I don't know type of thing, or I'm not, it's not concerned for me. And I really want to know, like, did I go nuts on something that don't make sense because I'm such a, a self-controlled individual and composure individual. <laughs> for 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 a lot of things, for when things need to be addressed towards who are causing things, yeah, I can patience, and then eventually, hey, this is what I gotta say, what she talks about. So that's been seen a lot lately, and shown on the news because I've been here for four years. This case could have been done a long time ago. I believe it could have been done in seven months, less, maybe between six and seven. Stuff, nothing was done up until he showed up in the case. Interviews, nothing was looked into. Uh, when we had stuff, we were approved to have an investigation and stuff started to show up. I talked about three years ago. I thought, so basically, so we're not having the same issues with the same people I have. Mr. Kerr, you can move on, Your Honor. Okay, I can, I can move it out. My bad, I'm sorry. All right, thank you. Yep, yep, sorry. So, Jake, let's turn to, uh, let's turn to Exhibit 19. Let's go through some of, uh, some of your issues, some of your concerns about the, your interview with law enforcement? Yes, I'm, I'm trying to help them. I, we, this is something obviously people are going to see, so I would like them to be able to see actually what is said. I would like them to be able to hear what's actually being said, not what's being cookie-cuttered and doctored up for you to view by them. And I thought it was interesting that, like, last time I had a, one of the first hearings I had with Cotton, it was supposed to be trial last, uh, the last time trial was supposed to happen. You know, there was a mentioning on the record that if the, the statement got thrown out, they would have to adjourn trial. Why? So I figured that's something that would be really important to make sure it's clearly seen what's in there and clearly seen 
I heard it, Mr. Close, and I heard. So in regards to in regards to the the interview, there was one 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 of the issues that you wanted to. Jake, one of the reasons that we want to do this is because we don't want to have to play ten hours of audio. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. You guys have been sitting here forever doing all this crap, coming here with COVID and these masks suck. Yeah, fuck, listen to the 10 hours. I'm sorry, that's just a straight word for that. Yep. Thank just, you. I just, I just wanted to make sure that we all understood what we're doing. So one of the one of the first things that we see here, uh, you talked about some of the quality issues with, this, with, the, with the audio. Yeah. There's, um, like I said, I used to, I'm very familiar with computers. Um, unfortunately, the, on the very top here is a little teal sticky mark covering exactly how to place the equalizer so that it cuts out a lot of that and the, the, the clunky noises and it uh, alters octaves so you can either hear them higher or lower so you can hear what that's being said and throughout the throughout it I, when necessary when it needs to change so you can hear the audio I mentioned it uh, how to fix that so you can hear what's being said clearly as possible so one of your concerns about about the audio and the video is that you just can't be heard. What's the point of giving in evidence if you can't understand what it is? And and at the same time, that uh, while sometimes you can be heard, it isn't the right octave or the right tone, I think you indicated. It's not about it being the right octave or tone. It's about the background noise that I, I can't cut out. It needs to be different from that, either higher or lower, so you're not confusing what, what, what that is. You also had some concerns about uh, comments that you made uh, being taken out of context, right? Yeah, and then stuff that's not, the, yeah, because, because of the crappy audio. And was one of your concerns about how much time uh, elapsed between an answer or a question or a question and an answer? Yeah, I, I did put, um, yeah, sorry, there is those little note pieces, and let's start on the first top of the page. I do a key for it, like V means check out the voice, ST, spacing out through thought, SS, spacing out shock, S, I'm oh, sorry, CT, confused thought. So, because if you're, you're going to make a decision on something, you should really have the whole contents of that. So I'm, I mentioned right there, like pay attention to my demeanor, my voice, the demeanor of me, like what's what's coming out of here. This isn't me making up shit. Like you can see that. So that that's what that key is for. And there was many places in, in here that you say that uh, uh, you were quiet or you were shocked or you were in disbelief. Yeah, because they they're they like honestly, if I was a juror, honestly, I wouldn't waste, I wouldn't be like, oh, let's read this and review. Put ten hours of it. I'm not, I honestly, as a person, I wouldn't do that. So I would perceive, you know, humans being humans. Let's make a short sweet to what we can, so you can figure out what's going on here. So you also had, so you also noted some uh, issues in here with things that were that were misunderstood by law enforcement when you compared what actually was said and what was in the report. I think there's a mix of him misunderstanding stuff and him deliberately trying to act like he don't know what actually was said. Because there's parts that are cut out. There's a whole sentence of him cutting out stuff. And I, I say, I, I, Errol, see this not in page 10. Yeah. Can you give us an example the offhand? Uh, the, well, the one I was just saying right now, which is... Yeah, hold on just down. 
one's just this one's just uh towards my character where he says right there um it says and what page are you reading from oh well, i was gonna make sure this is the right part um this on the gigantic paper it says three in a circle let me know when you're ready i'm ready uh, you see about like a finger's length down there's a highlighted in yellow it says this is this is not in page 10. yes and the arrow pointing up to it and it starts with the word about and it's slightly orange yes um well behind it really starts behind the teal sticking note but this is any word for word right here this is the, this is the officer talking about yourself right now you're worried about what happened to Sabrina. So, and then above that, it says you're not worried. So you can see that you're not worried about yourself. You're worried about Sabrina. That's on page 10 in that statement. It's that's a complete sentence cut out. So you can't you can't tell me like, oh, you just missed this and this. That's a whole freaking sentence. So what else is, you know? I'll give you a moment to look through that. Tell me, tell me what uh, what uh, what's what concern you have next. Okay. Well, throughout like almost everything that I'm speaking, there's the word like I think. Like for example, uh, it says I think I beat Sabrina. And you get the just before that V, which stands for voice, quality, sh shock, belief. Can you tell us what page one? Oh, the first page. Um, then it says the number again. It says I think. Then number, and then there's a note that says, Sabrina has never beat up. So, and then it's right here, so, um, yeah, you're, you're right. I, I, while I'm going on, guys, I'm going to correct. I, there are some comments in here that, like, hey, take a look at this. I, there's a lot going on, and I, so I didn't re realize that at first. So, yes, there is that. Um, at this moment, this is assumption solely off the few things I'm currently aware of that is underneath that, that is. Blue, underlying blue, then it goes on color and blood, cop next to the cops next to me, uh, sounds of the, I'm, I got a sounds of sabs, which, which is Sabrina, it's a voice, and that I can't understand, uh, so I understand I have plenty of rage. Uh, at this point, I have no clear visual, visuals to assist in this assumption, so I'm going off of what does this look like? But like I said, there's no reason for me to go towards Sabrina. There's no reason for me to, if, if I were to, like, just snap out and forget things. She is way too well far of a distance compared to Z, TJ, freaking Dylan, who I'm at war with. This is my, this is what's going on in my life. He put fucking heroin in my woman. And she don't fucking... So why, so is that why that was important for you to write that? Or is there another reason why that may have been important for you to write that? I'm sorry, what? You, you indicated, uh, I, I believe you indicated why you wrote this. Was that why, is that why that was important to you to write that? Or is there another reason why this was important for you to point this out? Yeah, because you, yeah, you really should know what, why are these things coming out of my mouth? Is this an actual, like, oh, we saw this, like, happen? Or is this, like, during the course of where I got dragged somewhere, dropped it? Fucking, let's leave all I'm sorry. But I... Let's go to I have memory of visual stuff in my subconscious grab that, and that's a, you can, anyone Google how the subconscious works. Let's go to your next concern. Yeah. Um, 
there's a the top pink sticky note um, just near that. Does that top sticky note say cop versus number one? Yep. And the reason I said number one was I thought this was a clip that number one clip that we could play, but we decided to save time that you just view this. Um, it says the number when you can see it, the number we're at is at in the audio. Um, I say I think. I didn't say I did. I'm assuming that what I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's that what I'm saying. Then it goes a question mark. Um, because I couldn't understand the word, it was, it was too ineligible. So that's in response to the cop saying, you said you beat her up. So I'm, I'm going, so this is me in that same statement clarifying the cop, no I didn't, I, I think I didn't say, I'm assuming. You see this consistently throughout all of it. I, I think, I'm assuming. You get a couple things in here that says what my visuals are. Um, I think there's something similar. Is there something similar on the next line? Next line in red, I should say. Next line, the blue, or the same page. I'm sorry. I should I should ask what uh, what what's your next concern about the audio of the that you um, listen to about your interview? There's, there's parts where like I'm I'm guessing if something were to be a knife or a blunt object based on feeling doing motions but that's not motions towards them though it's like that's fending off what the fuck's going on but I don't I don't know what's going on they have small memories on that so you'll see that in there um I'm just trying to make this short so can, I, can you give me a moment to just pick out what's I'll just, I, All right. Since this was a document that you, you drafted and has your concerns, I don't want to, uh, to direct you in a way. So let's talk, take a look uh, and tell me if there's any other concerns you have about that you think the jury needs to hear. I guess um, you, you'll see a lot that the cop, um, the cop mentions how like I'm not this type of person. There's a piece right here on page three that I'm looking at right now, actually, where it's, uh, you see the highlighted uh, note for you guys um, where it says, uh, Man, always worried about others, not the care type, because you see me talking about, like, I hope that these individuals are okay, because there's something going on. There's um, the words underneath the yellow part. Um, all right, that, that's, that's an opinion one, sorry. There's a, there, was one, there was one more thing that I really wanted to speak on here. I was going to remember, because like, there's a lot going on. Hold up. Oh yeah, I, I actually do clarify that to the cop right here um, about Sabrina's room. Tell me where. Um, you see the bottom blue highlighted part with a bunch of stars? On page three? Yeah. I'm trying to see where it starts. Um, underneath the green sticky note, I'm just going to read from there, I think. Yeah, it says me, so... Me says Sabrina's win Sabrina win Sabrina win Sabrina's window. And it says cop, and it's a squiggle because he's talking, and I'm just leaving it out right now. There's me and a squiggle. Um, it's a distinct room. The cop is that, and it's uh, kind of cut off by the sticky note. Is that, I don't know what that says because it's covered up. Is that, um, would you, is that how you would go in? That's what it says. How would you go in? Me, I got the V. For a voice, listen to it. It's like I don't know type type of shit in the voice. You like 
for them word for word there. Window on ground. Above it is a description of what, actually, what I've seen. Screen, not window, but that's why I said window at the time. Window on ground, wood paneling um, in, in front of that. And that's my view right there. So that's me explaining, yeah, so the, where, where do you, where am I get where these, where is coming from? It's just stemming from these next to nothing. So, but as we went through stuff, I was never, according to, according to other, with town events, how am I in Sabrina's room being surrounded? You know, it's, so what's, unless I was brought there by not my means, not my will. And I'm being, waiting for, they're, they're make, making me wait for, when shit goes down, I guess, or whatever. So there's that. Um, Do you see any other concerns that you have about the um, that you reviewed regarding your interview with law enforcement at the hospital? Yeah, right here, um, page five. Uh, the first long blue highlighted part with some stars underneath two pink sticky notes. Do you see that? Page five. I'm looking at page five, you said under two green pinks, or two pink sticky notes, yes. Okay, and then there's that blue line with the stars? Yes. So at 18.23 in the audio, um, I see a garage floor, I see her by the garage dropping, and that was before I started, before I saw more of that visual. Well, above that, I put a sticky note. Well, if I'm seeing the garage floor, I'm obviously still in the garage. Well, if Sabrina's in the grass, and then here I see that same visual with more of it, and I how the fuck am I stabbing her if she's seven, eight feet away? And that's, this is on spot out my mouth when I, I am so discombobulated. That didn't change. So that's, I guess that's the other main one. I'm just gonna flip through real quick. Um, I, th I think that if, if, they, if people were to look at this, it's pretty self-explanatory with the rest of other stuff. You know, I, it's all assumption on things, as I think there's never me saying whatever. And when the cop a few times says, well, you said this, I'm like, no, I didn't say that. So, Was like, there any other explicit concerns about the audio that you think the jury needs to hear about? Um, well, I, like some of those, I do know that I do remember in the... They're copy, they're, like I said, there's things that are missing. Like where they say, where it says this, or that I think, or I'm going off of this assumption, or here's my visual, or all that information that you have in the audio that's right here for you is cut out by them. Why? So, I, I, I don't know, it's, it's not, it's something that should be looked at, and it's, it shouldn't take that much time, so I it just, People come to their own conclusion on that. So is one of your concerns with law enforcement's report is that it's missing a lot of information? Yeah, it's been, yeah. Is one of your concerns with law enforcement's report that it is missing a lot of context? Yes, and like what's, it's not like, hey, Jim, did you just throw a fucking hammer through my window? What's up with that? Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. No, there's, there's, there's feeling, there's, coming through with like certain vision you can tell I'm pop memory starting to pop in pop in he mentioned stuff like that it's literally 
the one of your concerns about the police officer's report regarding your your interview with them at the hospital that it doesn't show the pauses? It doesn't it doesn't show if if I were to sit in front of someone and see what what he actually witnessed, like truthfully coming out of my mouth, how I'm acting, what's going on with me, you would know that okay, yeah, I, I literally do not have any real memory here based on how the mind works, anyone can Google on that. You can see that, okay, why my memory's gone, why it's blocked. I, I've, I could explain that too if you want, um, scientifically, which I know I'm not an expert, but I feel like I could, you Google it, oh, truth, bam. Um, you, would, you, those are, you can't just read off a paper that's words and know what's going on there. So is there anything else that you think the jury needs to know about the interview with law enforcement at the hospital? Um, I, yeah, the reason I asked for it to be recorded is because, like I said before, I don't trust cops. Actually, when I am encountered with them, I, I shake because I'm scared that they, like, get away with, like, shooting me type of thing. Because um, I don't talk to them, and obviously, noting that I am handcuffed, I am, people are staring at me, I am covered in blood, I'm not going to let a freaking cop misstrive or basically lie on this shit. So I, this is a bad situation. I don't know what's going on. You get that fucking out of here right now so it's clear so later on when there's lies going on, we can figure out what's going on. That's why I said record. Is there anything else that uh, you think the jury needs to know about, specifically the audio clips that's, uh, that you took note of during your review of the discovery? Uh, there was one thing I thought... Um, time here. I think it would just be appropriate for them that if they wish to take a look at that, then they can it just be, be quicker for everybody. Your Honor, can you approach? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, just a few more minutes before lunch break so we can finish the direct examination of Mr. Kerr, if you're okay with that. All right. Did, during your interview with law enforcement, did you ever mention that you had some issues with other people? Yeah. What did you mean by that? Well, I was incarcerated 
from March to December 10th of 2015. Uh, the person that I believe is my main soulmate, my ex, Wendy, she was used by Dylan. I'll just try to leave out uh, last names. Uh, he, he knocked her out. He, there's stuff on Facebook I saw where, like, example, she, she would mention how he would demean her after sex and stupid shit, just being evil. Stuff I would see on his Facebook, I got word of it was true. He's a person that puts females on heroin. So you, so you had a concern with a gentleman by the name of Dylan? Yeah, there's another case out there where... Was there anyone else that you had uh, concerns with? His, his, his group, yeah. They were after... After I tried to go to the bar to address him, you know, why is she at home crying that you're not there, selling her sentimental guns, while you're out buying Taco Cat t-shirts, not giving a fuck about her or the kid, all this stuff, I called him out on it. Your Honor, the state's going to object. We're not sure what the relevancy of this is. Because they had people follow me, the okay. same people she got into it with. Okay. Mr. Kara? Sorry. When there's an objection, I need to be able to roll on it. Yes, ma'am. All right, so I'm going to sustain the objection. And you need to limit your answers to the questions that are asked, Mr. Kerr. Yes, ma'am. Jake, other than Dylan, was there, was there anyone else that you had issues with uh, in regards to the people you, you, you were referring to during your interview with law enforcement? His group that he was associated with, these gangbanger wannabes. Other than Dylan and his group, was there anyone else that, that, that you meant when you said you had issues with some people? And to my knowledge, in the group, because the basis of it consists of Austin Green, Adam Brooker. Joel was wanting to be in the group. You can see this on the Facebook. You can see but that. At this, but at this time, at the time in the, it, in the hospital, did you? I did mention that actually. I played the clip yesterday when the cop asked me, like, what's going on with you? And I mentioned how, uh, if you clear up the audio, I don't know where that is in here. So I don't think it's in this portion. Um, that people could. I say people, people, as I said, with people coming up to me trying to stab me at a gas station. This is because I exposed him for putting heroin in her and what he was doing. I was leaking it out there, and there's evidence of that in my phone that these people have followed me for a while. During your interview with law enforcement, you also mentioned something about a psychiatrist. Yeah, because I'm not random. I just I was like, whoops, something's gone down. I don't fucking know. I don't know if I care anymore. If I end up killing myself, that way my family would have some answers to what happened, what's going on with me. Because I'm not an individual that's fucking what the news has preached me as, I guess would be a good way to put it. So I, if I would have, I would rather be dead than incarcerated. I don't want to be in Mendota. I don't want to be in prison. All I ever wanted was to have a family and kids in the way that the same way I grew up. So, and I've worked my life for that. Now, if anything past 30, what's the point? So if your sole purpose for sharing that with, was that, better ask, was that your sole purpose of sharing that with law enforcement during your interview? Yeah, in case, it, in case it's time to pass away, die, then my family would know like, what's going on because you got my Google Drive, my life. And then we have all this whatever. I, whatever. I didn't know what was going on at the time, so it just like it just felt safe that at least that should be noted. Because I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know at all what I'm going to jail for at the time. What What do you think the jury should know about your mental and emotional health? Like now, or like, like right now? That your, that your Your Honor, the state is going to object on relevancy in this part of the trial. 
sustain it, given the form of the question, if there's a different question? How does your mental and emotional health relate to this incident? Prior? At the time of the incident, so back in 2016. Got it. Because I acknowledge in myself that there is a lot of built-up stuff in my life falling to pieces. So maybe, so I'm telling them, like, okay, I'm covered in blood, did I beat somebody up or whatever, or something, or crash car, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I just know there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of kinetic energy in there. Is that why I am, am I attached to a gurney covered in blood? I don't know that at the time. I acknowledge that there is a potency there. So I'm worried about that. That's a big part of the assumptions of what's going on with next to nothing visuals. So that way, there's a way to explain that. Not for NGI, but because people are like, I'm a happy-go-lucky, hippie, cognitive, very relaxed, carefree person. This isn't Jake. What happened to Jake? Where's Jake? That's what that's for. Because a lot of people in my life do like me. I got in the jail. Who goes in for a double homicide where guards all, like, majority of them respect you and like you? Not off of fear, not off of turning up, but just being a normal, good person. Let's switch our focus to what you've done since you've been accused of this crime. I'm sorry. Object on relevancy. I would have to wonder what the relevance would be, Mr. Eichhoff. I haven't asked the question, Judge, so I think if I go down this line, I think it will be clear about... I'll let you finish the question, and if Mr. Johnson wants to renew his objection at that point. Thank you, Judge. Have you maintained your innocence since the beginning of this? Yeah, I've even printed out a lot of my discovery, given it to people, tried to get them to upload it on the Internet. I have multiple copies of what they're hiding. Me and Sabrina are into it with the same game punks, and Joel's part of that fucking shit. He's got psychotic killing shit in his home. He's tried to stab people before, right? I'm going to object. I'm sorry, I'm going to be really irritated. I've had four years. My apologies. All right, let's wait a second. I'm going to object on relevancy. Who's they? Well, I'm going to sustain the objection first, and then if you want to ask a different question. You mentioned that you've maintained your innocence this whole time. Yeah, I've consistently said I don't want an NGI. I consistently didn't want to go in the door. There's documents of that, to keep it short. I've consistently said, if I'm convicted of this, fuck it, I might as well die. I've consistently talked about, I want to go through everything with 2020. If I go home, I'll put it up there myself. There's phone calls of this since years ago. There was me sending to my previous judge, hey, this is stuff that's not getting done. You know, why isn't this good? Someone sent her, hey, we're going to kill you before this. Go get it. Here's how we get it. It ain't coming from me. Have you asked for everything to be tested? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, damn near everything. Was it your, your wish to have I'm going to continue to make my objections on relevancy. Uh, all these questions. My innocence, that's the relevancy. Jake? I'm sorry. I don't see the relevancy, Mr. Eikhoff. If you want to argue that or approach. I think approaching would be appropriate.
throughout this entire process, Jake, have you attempted to hide anything? No, I've tried the opposite. You had the opportunity while you're sitting here on Monday morning to hear Joel's testimony. Did you hear his testimony? Yeah. And you heard him say that you had a knife? I heard that. And you heard him say that you stabbed Sabrina? I heard him say that. And you heard him say that you stabbed him as well? I heard that. How do you respond to that? It doesn't make any logical sense on where he stabbed or obtains these stabs compared to when he's in the hospital giving the statement. Not the cop. There's not a lot of stuff. The actual audio of him. It's really concerning to me why, if you were a person being stabbed, if someone's going to slit someone's throat, someone's going to beat someone to death, why with the third person would you just poke and let him get up because he doesn't want to ask the cops how he got in the corner? Eventually he says struggle. That does not match up with the blood there. That cut will heal. It will not cause any issues. Why would you avoid that question? I'm 6'3". I'm 6'3", height, and the knife is as long as this pretty much. Can I stand and give an example? If someone's cornered, if this was me standing, have you seen how tall he was? There's no way for his reach to deflect this. It would go through his heart completely. There's no reason for it just to stop. Why would you avoid that answer? In the video, when he's avoiding this answer from the cops, most of the times he gets nervous. You see it. And it says he struggled. No, that's consistent with, okay, you get poked, you get up and move. Why? And then change your story later. And have a fan page according to her family friends. Was his injury self-inflicted? It could be. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I don't have visual. But could it be? Yeah, absolutely. Who's going to question me? Jake, did you stab Joel? No. Did you kill Sabrina? No. Did you kill Sonny? No. Did you review all the evidence in this case? Did I review all the evidence? The evidence, yes. Yes, I've been trying to get it to go up online. I've given it to multiple people. Have you studied it very closely? Yeah. Why do you believe that you're being falsely accused? It's... Say again. He can testify to what happened, what he remembers. But now he's starting to make his own conclusions and almost like he's going to make a closing argument. And it seems to call for speculation. It definitely does. So I'm going to sustain the objection. For all of those reasons. Okay. Judge, we don't have any further questions. All right. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our lunch break at this time. So I'm going to remind you once again not to discuss the case with anyone or to do any research. We're going to take an hour for lunch so that we can get ready for our next case. Thank you.